following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. So, my old boss is seriously considering running for president. What? You didn't see this? Howard's Howard's looking at being president. Oh, huh? hop along, Howie. Howard Stern on his morning show today said, yeah. Seriously considering it. He would reverse a whole lot of stuff. Make, make America fair again is the big te- tagline, I guess. You know, I got, you know what I say to that? You know Howard, I haven't talked to you in a, in a decade. I still have your email, but uh, I would never uh, send you an email. I'll just tell you over the air. That's the radio thing to do, right? Do it. Do it. There's nothing to lose, right? If anything, it's great publicity for your show. It's made so much money that, uh, you know, not worried about organizations out there getting in his pockets do it nothing to lose heck i feel like as an american there's nothing to lose right let's go at it anymore it's not laughable celebrities can run for president do it howard do it got to be better than the one who reportedly was trying to fight with the secret service that was a wild story (laughs) holy crap that is Maybe the wildest story I've heard from that whole January 6th committee. Yeah. That was nuts. That got everybody's attention I would pay so much money to see the video of that. You and me both. No matter how far it went, even on the comical side of things, I would love to see that. All right, welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner alongside Troy Coverdale and uh, Travion is here running the board again with us. Just us three today. DG is a little bit busy. But coming up here soon... I hope she's ready to go because my girlfriend Lindsay is coming on the show because she has a top 10 list for us. We've been anxiously about waiting me. for this. It's about me. She wanted the whole crew here, but a lot of crew wasn't able to be here today. So, But I wanted to do it today. It's our usual day for the top 10 list. Lindsay will be taking that over for today. Some pretty big news we found out about this morning. There is a name. We have a pretty, 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 pretty good idea. It's most likely going to be this person on who the new Big 12 commissioner is going to be. And you know what? This guy has a pretty solid resume when it comes to skills that are going to be pretty necessary for the Big 12 for the next few years, at least the next few years. But certainly for a uh, little something on the agenda that's going to be running out in 2025. But stick around for 510. We'll talk more on the Big 12 commissioner. Um, I want to send a congratulations out to, out to Cody Cook. Cody Cook has, has uh, got himself a little bit of a uh, – well, he's got a new job, but it's in a, a pretty sweet spot. He's going to Rocky Top, former K-State wide receiver and a quarterback at one time. Cody Cook is now going to be the assistant wide receiver coach at Tennessee. That is uh, some really awesome news. But also we found out today, and this came out just about an hour and a half ago, it was Taylor Bratt who sent out the cat signal, the football version (laughs) of the cat signal, and we have our eighth commitment 
for the 2023 class. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if this makes me a bad sports guy, if I wasn't just paying attention closely enough. I had never heard of this kid until today. Did not see this coming. I thought this was going to be John Fabris' kid, but it wasn't. And I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name. I looked around to see if I could find the right pronunciation, but I'm just going to take an old stab at it. But he is somebody who is listed as a cornerback, but it could also play some safety. He, he, he played at both positions his last year's junior year of football. But for the class of 2023, who has been added? Kanajal? I'm taking a big guess at that name, Kanajal. Maybe there's like an easier way to pr- pronounce it, but I don't know. Thomas is his last name. I can guarantee you that. His last name is Thomas. He's from Dell City, Oklahoma, a three-star. And he is the eighth member of the class of 2023, and he's the fifth. Another three-star. Yeah, he's a he's the fifth member of this class in this month alone. Dang. I mean, his star rating, I mean, three stars are pretty mm-hmm. normal around here and, and the way the, uh, the recruiting class. And by the way, uh, Solace who was mentioned last week with D.Y., he didn't have a star rating when he committed, um, but he does have one now, and he's a three-star, according to rivals in 24-7 sports. And it is a consensus three-star with uh, Kanajal Thomas. And again, I don't know, Mr. Thomas uh, is maybe something what we could call him. But uh, So the way he got on K-State's radar, he was actually at this last camp this past weekend, which is going to be the last and until through the end of July. And, of course, right now uh, football is on a dead period, so there's no official visits allowed at this time. But he did work out at this last camp, and K-State was very impressed. They were so impressed that they gave him an offer during camp. It wasn't at the end. It was during the camp, and they wanted to talk to him right away. Now, K-State incredibly late in the game when it comes to this offer. But he was so happy, and I'm talking about Mr. Thomas, was so happy, it it appears to be, to get this offer from K-State, he decides to become a cat just a few days later. But here is what is even even better about that, even more cool about that, is that he already had offers from KU. KU wanted him to be a Jayhawk. (laughs) Iowa State... Oklahoma State, he's from Oklahoma. Wow. Texas Tech was in there as well, and Memphis. They all wanted him Hmm. to be in their secondary. But it was just a few days after receiving an offer from the Cats in Manhattan on the field of Bill Steiner Family Stadium, he decides to give his attention, his commitment, and his heart to Chris Kleiman and Kansas State football. Boom. That's really cool. That is outstanding. I think that's I, I think that's an awesome story, and I'm sure that happens more often than we know. But as a three star and having all of that Big Twelve attention, you want to talk about a nice win? Heck, this 2023 class, most of the guys I don't have all the information in front of me, but I do know a lot of the guys that have already committed had offers from Iowa State and KU. So K State wins another one against those two. Now. Um, Samuel Same, who's from Derby and is a part of the 2023 class, he did commit today to Iowa State, so that is a bit of a bummer. Uh. But, hey, you win some, 
I should put it this way. You're losing a few, but you're winning more than you're losing. At least it feels like right now. True. Especially against Iowa State and, and, and the Kansas Jayhawks. And I watched his film earlier today, and not too bad. Honestly, there's a case where is he looking at the roster and seeing what's on the roster currently and just realizing that that's going to be a tough role to get into as an edge rusher? I have no idea. I mean, it's just a thought, a consideration. Well, you know what's interesting about his uh – his film as a player in the secondary, a lot of it, a lot of his highlights were actually coming against run plays, mm-hmm. and most of it was coming out of the safety position, a little bit out of the corner position. He was pretty solid against slant routes, which I like to see because it felt like in the NCAA football games, slant routes were the go-to. They always worked. Sure. And Madden, not so much. <laughs> EA Sports has really cracked down on the slant routes. <laughs> Decided that that was just too easy of a gimme, huh? I mean, if I used it all the time in NCAA football 13. Sure. I, I mean, that was that was an easy go-to play. You need a first down on a third and six. Slant route, tie lock it, open. Tremaine Thompson, uh-huh. open. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, but watching his film, he, he is, uh, he's got fundamentals. He, he really does. He, he has that... He has a great grasp of fundamentals, especially at the safety position against run plays. He quickly gets downhill. He reads the backfield very well, very well for a junior in high school. And I just what I like, it's it just it's a small thing, but what I really liked about him is that okay, he's meeting a ball carrier, a run play to the outside, and you know I mean outside the tackles, and he meets the ball carrier at a point. So you got two guys running diagonally towards each other. He just he does a very good job of not just sprinting at the ball carrier. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets in a good position and instead of trying to gamble and go for the guy like full bore and maybe try to get a limit to a 1-yard gain, he approaches, will slow down, make sure he stays in front of him because he doesn't want the missed tackle and it turns into what could have been maybe a 1-yard gain into a first down. But instead, he limits it to maybe a two- or three-yard gain and survives for the next down and have a better chance of getting off the field with maybe a three-and-out or whatever the situation is. So he doesn't overplay the play. He stays in front of the guy, makes sure he gets a tackle, which, by the way, he's also a pretty decent tackler. be nice to see a little bit more speed out of him, but really not too bad. Not too bad of a pickup, and um, I would say I'm, a, I'm sort of excited. Mm-hmm. It's a nice pickup. Um, but again, I, I, I've said this before and it feels like we're, we're making a huge deal out of this 2023 class because there's a lot of Kansas kids, which is a great thing to make a big mm-hmm. deal about. Absolutely. I mean, when, if you really, if, if star ratings are really important to you, which I would say to a lot of people, it is sure. It's a pretty typical class, maybe slightly above average. But there's no doubt about it. I mean, all the guys they have gotten, it's guys they want, they have talent, and if they continue to add on to what they already have with the exact same things I mentioned, oh yeah, this is going to be a great class. It's going to be an above-average class for K-State. You're going to see them higher higher ranked than where the Cats have been certainly in the past, which have been, oh, what's in that, 50, like 53rd in the country. Right. That seems like... 
a typical place where K-State has landed before, which, you know, that would typically put him, what, seventh or eighth in the Big 12? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a pretty solid chance, especially if Avery Johnson decides to become a kind of another four star. Yeah, you're going to see a, uh, what the recruiting signs mm-hmm. feel like is mm-hmm. a better above average class for K State football. I do want to add also some uh, other recruiting news. So we've had a lot of uh, possible cats commitments announced when they are going to uh, make their commitments. Now, one piece of news from earlier today, it's not an announcement of like a date, but a final three. And it's the name we've been bringing up a little bit lately. He's number eight in the state of Kansas, a 6'7 offensive tackle in Calvin Clements. And he has his final three down to K-State, KU, and Baylor. Cornerback Donovan McIntosh, who is a part of the 2023 class, of course. He's a three-star to St. Louis. I believe he just visited recently. He visited without a, um, a commitment. Um, he has said July 1st at noon is when he's going to commit. All-purpose back Joe Jackson. We've brought him up before. He is uh, from Davenport, Florida. He just recently visited. He will making He's making his announcement on July 4th. Independence Day at 1 o'clock. Is he trying to beat wow. the traffic? I'm at air quote there. Well, you know, <laughs> the, the the 4th of July traffic, when I'm air quoting there, what I mean is like, you know, people are paying attention to the holiday, eating, right. grilling, eating hot dogs, downing some uh, Michelob Ultras and natural lights. Natty lights. Come on, I'm an American. It's natty light, not natural. Um, but he has decided to do it on the 4th. That's his choice. And then we already know about Avery Johnson, the four-star maze quarterback, who says on July 5th at 3 o'clock on CBS Sports HQ mm-hmm. is where he's going to be making his televised mm-hmm. announcement. So, like I said, it's pretty good right now. It can definitely get better. And looking at the watch, it could get pretty good sure. and a lot better here in just a few days in, well, less than a week. It's Tuesday at Avery Johnson announcements on a Monday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A, on a Tuesday. Week, a Tuesday, a week, week from, from today. today. July, fir- July 4th is a Monday. So, yes, in a week's time, it could get definitely a lot better. I don't know if my life is going to get a whole lot better in this next segment. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, this is going to be good. Um, I just hope I don't get roasted too hard. But... Lindsay, my girlfriend, has put together a top 10 list about me. I'm dying to hear it. And that's coming up next. I just got nervous all over all of a sudden. Oh boy! By the way, by request, I, I was going to say that this is how important this is. She assigned herself her own theme music. It's power move. Plays by her own rules. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome into the game my girlfriend. Lindsay, what have you been up to today, Garbaggio? Hey, guys. Um, well, just trying not to blow up because I have to talk on the radio. So <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, who's who's more nervous right now, Mitch or you? <laughs> well, Mitch should be, but I'm going to try to not be super mean. 
Oh, oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for throwing me a bone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Lindsay. So we know the top 10 is about me, but what specifically? Okay, so I figured out that I think this is the name. Top 10 things I never thought I'd compile into a top 10 list before I met Mitch. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So we're really about to get to know me, I guess, from her uh, from her perspective. So, And you came up with this list while you're in a doctor's office? Yeah, just waiting. Didn't It was Friday. Didn't feel like being on social media and rolling around with all the stuff happening. So I was like, what could be something fun and funny that I could do? And that's how it started. And it was just supposed to be an inside joke, not something that I thought I'd be reading out loud. So I'm a little nervous. Is this the first time you've ever been on the radio? Yeah. It's not mine. So welcome to the party. (laughs) Hey, 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 calm down. Cool guy. We know. (laughs) (laughs) See what I deal with all the time, people? All right. All right. Here we go. You ready to get this thing rolling? Yes, please. Here we go. Number 10. All right, number 10, the rock band Ghost. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's not that cool. Mitch loves it. I even looked them up a little bit, um, and they formed in 2006. I, it, that makes it worse. At least if they would have been like a 1970s band, I would have maybe given them a little bit credit. But they're creepy, and I just, you know, you're well, never going to make me a fan okay so the you call them creepy i call it a gimmick um yeah they are i i I did do a little research because i was like well maybe i need to just make sure i know what i'm talking about but still even with the gimmick and everything about them nope you're not going to change my mind i will not be a fan well ghost is of course an acquired taste at first i didn't really like him I, and I started listening to more of their first album, and those on K-Rock, you know, like the original group I was with, they listened to them a lot and kind of talked me into listening more. And then the second album nope, came out, and that not, was really not good. Now. You're not going to change my mind. All right, fine. Here we go. <laughs> number nine. Uh, number nine, reality TV. Mitch is a huge fan yeah. of Survivor and The Amazing Race. And nothing will get him fired up more uh, than telling him that you think that these shows are rigged. Oh, yeah. But I think, and they are rigged, but man, he loves them. So you're so lucky Sage isn't here because she's been trying (laughs) for years to get on Survivor. Um, But Lindsay thinks... Like from a like a producer's standpoint, like they want the best television possible. So maybe they'll prod him a little bit to say certain things, which I mean, that it does make sense, but also feels like the results of Survivor or like the amazing race of who finishes last, who gets voted out is a scripted performance, which just boggles my mind. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you credit, though, that's getting upset over. It, the accusation that those are rigged versus getting upset over the accusations that wrestling is rigged. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, Troy, because that's my number six. So we'll get into that. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Can't wait for number six oh, to tick me wow. off. Oh, sorry. But okay. Where we're at right now. <laughs> number eight. The Batcast. I've never been the biggest fan of baseball just because it's always so hot. 
when the games are played. But if there's one thing that takes Mitch away for, like, weeks at a time, it's baseball. Because it's not just one game on a Saturday. It's, like, three games in a row. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, I knew, like, when it came to sports and my schedule and – Mixing that with a relationship, I always baseball season does t- weekends. Weekends are big, and they will get in the way of a weekend. That's for sure. But uh, hey, Coach Pete Hughes, if you're listening, I I love P announcing for baseball games. I've been trying to talk Lindsay into coming to a few. Let's just say I'm still fighting the good fight. Lindsay yeah. needs to have a conversation. I, don't get me with, wrong. I Lind- love K State. Love all things K State, but baseball, man, it can. Throw a wrench in your plans. You need to have a conversation with my wife. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we th- you, that would be a lengthy conversation about how long trips are. Mm-hmm. All right, remind us again what this top ten list is, the title of it. Top ten things I never thought I'd compile into a top ten before I met Mitch. <laughs> Number seven. Whataburger. <laughs> I just want to say this. And, Mitch, this might make you cry, but I cannot tell the difference between Whataburger Ranch and Hidden Valley. Oh, my God. (laughs) We get it. We love it. And he checks, literally goes to the refrigerator and checks the status of my condiments, all things Whataburger. Uh, He found out the the Wamigo grocery Mm -hmm. store carries them. It's like a dad checking... A daughter's tires. He's like, "Oh, how's your uh, how's your ranch doing? Oh, it looks a little low. I'll get you some more." Like that is exactly what happened a few weeks ago when I noticed the ranch was going low. She said she liked it, so I got some more, even though it is expensive. It is Waterburger condiments, and I love them dearly. The ketchup is a different story, though. You can't just find the spicy ketchup anywhere, and I do get a little offended when everybody in the house uses just regular Heinz ketchup, except for me. Yeah. No, I can't tell the difference, so I'm sorry. I'm lying when I say I can't. All right. Here it comes. Number six. AEW Wrestling versus the WWE. Never would I have ever thought that I'd even discuss this. I didn't know much about wrestling, but I've learned that WWE is kind of Crash and <laughs> AEW is the way to go. I've been to two AEW tournaments and one when I went to Harrington, Kansas to watch Mitch MC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I, <laughs> I love I love the, the words you've been using. So you called them AEW tournaments. Oh, I'm sorry. What are they, And then you said I emceed uh, a wrestling show in Harrington. You know, just ring announcer. You know, that's the oh, proper ring name. Oh, ring announcer. I don't yeah. know, but I never thought, you know, I'd know all the all the talk about it. But, you know, I do know now who Vince McMahon is, and I think he seems pretty shady, but... Um, oh, 100%. That's another thing, yeah. That's another thing in my life right now is just uh, wrestling. Well, that wasn't too bad. I thought you were going to go in on it being fake or something like that. Then it really would have started World War Three. <laughs> but he, she did All let right. me. She let me uh, on the living room television, staying at her house this past weekend. Did le- did let me get the Forbidden Door AW pay per view, which she did uh-huh. try to watch, but then fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, I did. But also, let's talk about that real quick if we have the time because Mitch was like 
really gung-ho, like a kid on Christmas, about the moves that were being thrown out and the people coming out. And I just I just had to sit back and watch because it was hilarious. At, so, w- at one point, I just started naming every move that was being performed just to see if it I would annoy or not. I do know some. The suplex, I learned that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, fireman's carry. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are those? What's that team? Those guys, uh, they do the super kick party. Oh, it's super! yeah, the Young Bucks. Yeah, the Young Bucks. So I'm <laughs> picking up on it. I'm learning. All right. Let's, uh, let's see what ne- is next here. Number five. All right. Number five. Phone chargers and socks. Um, Mitch leaves his things around like it's nobody's business. And uh, I have two teenagers, and phone chargers are a hot commodity. So if you're going to leave them around, they're going to get taken. Also, his running socks are pretty cushiony, and I'm going to steal them too. But I have a very big collection of socks, and he tries to tell me not to run in them because the fabric isn't right for it. Yeah. True. I'm doing it. Yeah, like if running. You them, I'm taking them. If you're just running like regular black Nike socks, those are bad for your feet. But there's like special running socks you're supposed to wear. At one point, she <laughs> she opened this drawer that she has in this like vanity or this uh, like table she has in her room, and it was just full of my socks and a towel and and like a t-shirt and some boxers in there. It was. I didn't realize I'd been leaving that much behind, but uh, I've also been kind of doing it on purpose. So, like you know, it, it gets in the wash and marking territory. Uh, yeah, maybe that too. My, my Finn's been doing enough of that lately. Number four. Number four. Severe weather. This goes right up there with um, the bat cat because I love. I'm a basic Kansas girl, and if there's a severe weather alert, I am not going to the basement. I am going out in storm season. And that's another thing that will, like, cancel plans in an instant. If there's severe weather, he has to go do a live coverage mm-hmm. station of that. And gosh darn it, I have no one to storm chase with. <laughs> I mean, she can take her kids. But, yes, she is also right because we've been actually having a above-average amount of severe weather, like, in the last month and a half. Yes. And it always – like, she tries making these plans, and I'm like, well – there is a chance tonight we are going to have severe weather. And she thinks, like, I might be lying to her just to stay home and play some video games. But well, I swear. Wait. You Wait a minute. And now that makes sense. And you probably are because sometimes there isn't severe weather. No. And I think now that you're doing No, that. no, no. I, I have not lied about that. There is. I think the weather has backed me up with what we've had lately about Lin- severe Lindsay, weather. he's not going to give away the game if, 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 if that was the way he was approaching it. Well, continue I might to use consider- that as an excuse. I don't know. <laughs> she thinks I'm shady. Are we at number three? We're at number three. All right, here we go. Number three. Number three, popsicles. Uh, Mitch <laughs> is a huge fan of popsicles. And he he doesn't just eat them like a normal person. It's like a beaver chewing on a piece of wood when he eats popsicles. Um, like the ones you push up in the plastic wrapper, it, it's just very irritating. But not only that, he leaves the wrappers and the sticks just everywhere. So I'll find them in candles. I'll find them on windowsills. They're everywhere. Popsicles well, are 
so that's that's one hundred percent accurate. What you all what you just said right there is completely accurate. But I do want to back myself up a little bit and protect myself because there has been times where you get up and you're like, "Want a popsicle?" I'm not going to say no. I'm just you know halfway into bed and watching Match Game, <laughs> trying to catch up on some Gene Rayburn. <laughs> And so, like, you know, I'm not going to get up in the middle of the night to go throw away some uh, popsicle sticks. There were two nights that that happened, and <laughs> it's not a thing. But, yes, for sure, I was like, oh, popsicle sounds good. Then I stopped myself because I thought, oh, man, now I'm turning into someone who likes popsicles. Uh, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, and I want a popsicle. So I cut that off, not doing it anymore. <laughs> but you are a popsicle fiend. And you eat them very, very noisily. What you are saying, though, is that you won't kick him out of bed for being a popsicle eater. No, I won't. <laughs> Number two. Oh, Number two. Okay, this is this is big. Driving in a car to any event with Mitch as a passenger is the most stressful thing you could ever do. A concert, a game. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do, driving wise is wrong, and he'll he'll bring you to tears. Oh, please! And he'll make you yes. He'll make you want to just get out of the car and walk home. <laughs> I won't drive. I will not drive with him in the car. He's I, driving. I, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with doing all the driving. Uh, rules do apply. Like I've boy, I've documented my thoughts on other people's driving. I'm not talking yeah, about yours. Know. Just people in Manhattan in general about how I feel about the driving and my my issues with it, my pet peeves that I've developed. Hey, rules apply to everybody mm-hmm. in that situation. So that's why I'm completely fine with me driving because I am comfortable with my driving and I know I'm not going to hold up people in a construction zone going five under. All right. Well, thank God, because I don't ever want to drive with you as a passenger again, ever. All right. So for number one, number one, I've been asked to play some special music. Do you want me to play it now? Yeah. Or a special sound. Here it is. What does this mean? That's the purse siren. Yeah, I think that's the sound of the Wamigo Raiders coming for the Clay Center Tiger. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yep, number one. Uh, Something I never really thought would be a huge deal, but it is now, and it's a rivalry because Mitch went to Clay Center mm-hmm. and played for the the Tigers, and I have a son that plays for the Wamigo Raiders, and I think I think, and I think Harper said. This that it's the first game this season. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to take you down. So you should be scared. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. is If the game is played at Otto D. Unruh Stadium, I mean, nobody just walks into Otto D. Unruh Stadium and takes away a win from the, from the Clay Center Tigers, all right? You know oh, when wait, you arrive in Clay is- Center with its rowdy fan base that um, you're – First of all, I don't know the name of the stadium. I just see that big tiger up there, and it's obnoxious. But watch it because you're going down. All right. That's Lindsay, everybody, her top ten list about me and everything she hates about me. Oh! (laughs) 
Thank you for coming on and sharing your top 10 list with us. And go yeah. Tigers. All right. Thanks, guys. Relationship therapy to continue in Elaney. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, pretty solid. It, it was all, I, I'm pretty sure everybody just learned a little something about me, but also, uh, hey, I didn't realize the socks on the floor were that big a deal. Hey, I, do, I try to do my best to pick them up, but hey, I'm not the cleanest. I, I try to be somewhat clean, but I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think we learned that today that, hey, even me, who's an award-winning broadcaster, <laughs> an award-winning uh, sports show host, and also, you know, of course, you know, one of the maybe even arguably the best public address announcer K-State sports has ever had, that I, I'm not perfect either. Troy, is that what you learned today? That and not to ever have you as the passenger in my vehicle as I'm driving. Hey, that's why I've offered in the past to do the driving when we uh, travel for Manhattan High football and basketball games. Thank you very much, Lindsay, a.k.a. Garbaggio. Let's take a quick break. More of the game when we come back. Well, if you missed the last segment, you're just joining us. Uh, You just missed me getting mercifully exposed my whole life I was begging for mercy at the end no it wasn't too bad no Lindsay did a great job by the way for her mm-hmm. on-air debut mm-hmm. hosting the top 10 list now I didn't personally learn anything about me I I, I know my issues Th- these are all things that are tend to be normal in relationships man I thought I thought though she was gonna go the distance on wrestling (laughs) i've tried to teach her a few things about you know of course it's predetermined but like the build-up you know what actually happens during a match that's all called Mm -hmm. out there in the ring it's on the fly typically um you know how unforgiving that ring is when you fall on it it sucks Mm -hmm. there's a reason more people don't get into wrestling one's because of the pay it's hard to make it but man is a punishment on your body Football continues to be the one that uh, I have to explain at length. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? Uh, but, like, but I say also I married well in that I married a baseball fan, so I'm good ooh. there. But what what exactly do you explain about football? There are plenty Rules? of things still. Yes, it does baffle me a little bit when some folks like don't understand like the basics of football. Mm-hmm. Like what a touchdown is, mm-hmm. um, you know, needing to get 10 yards for a first down, why they have a field goal, when right. they have uprights in the end zones, like those kind of things. You know, penalties, I can understand. You know, that is something you acquire over time of watching football. That's something you pick up. You understand more what holding is, offsides, false start, those things. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Um, you're either a fan or you're not. Yeah, pretty in much. In my opinion. Yeah. Pretty much. And some people try to ride the line, but if you're a line rider, you're probably not a fan. Probably just not a fan. I'm a fan of baseball. I'm just not I just don't focus as much on all of the stats that go along with it. Sure. It really is an interesting game. But some of the expanded stats Oh, you the can more kill, you break you down can, pitching yeah. and fielding and all that, I, you know, you, you can kill yourself over statting. Uh, you really can. It that can gets, get a little overwhelming. Yeah, it it can get just downright annoying. 
Shout out to the uh, the BB family. As uh, Camden, who is already committed for the 2023 class, he is taking a senior trip. And that's something I never got to do. Take a senior trip. Maybe that's not so much a small town Midwestern thing to do. But maybe for those folks in Kansas City, they're more willing to do it. Did you have a senior trip? Or did you do anything as a senior in high school to celebrate being a senior? Uh, we did a senior skip day, but that was it. What Nothing did you specific. do? Like just go to the lake or something? Or? Pretty, yeah. Uh, found locations around that we uh, made our. It, we tried to do a scavenger hunt, but it didn't pan out real well. I think some kids, like when I was a senior in high school, like some just tried to do a senior skip. Day. I may be remembering this wrong, but like tried to do a senior skip day, and like a couple of kids left. But it wasn't very many. I mean, the the one thing that I did learn from all of that, uh, because we started partying the night before, um, was that I just did not sleep well in the backseat of my car. Why were you in the backseat of your car? Camped out because, uh, yeah. First time sleeping in the car? I've done it a few times. Oh. Luckily, I'm a shorter person. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can make it work. I mean, and, and granted, this wasn't a tremendously small car. But uh, you know, it was a uh, it was a two door Buick, so it had some space in the back. When you, was it no caddy? No, it was no caddy. But yeah, my uh, my my legs were not happy with me. Did you see this announced earlier today? I can't believe this is happening. I don't feel like these two would have to do something like this. So. It's going to be at the Crypto.com Arena, which used to be the Staples Center in Los Angeles on July 30th. It is the Social Gloves 2, oh, which yes. is put on by a YouTube star. I, I call them a YouTube star. You know, makes a lot of money on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't really consider them celebrities, but they are. And um, but it's, a, it's basically celebrity boxing. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen a matchup. This intriguing in a while. Like I don't remember a whole lot of these celebrity fights. I, I saw this pass through my huh. uh, pass before me this morning on the list of stuff, and I'm like, "What? Adrian Peterson versus Le'Veon Bell? They're going to have a boxing match." Now, if you go down the tail of the tape, I mean, Le'Veon Bell six one two twenty five. Yeah. Adrian Peterson six one two twenty. So very similar in size, okay. of course. Adrian's older by seven years. The tail of tape tells you, hey, this could be pretty good. Probably have the same kind of reach. All the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, box. You know, DG could have probably tore this segment up with his thoughts on He'll probably give us a prediction right now. I would definitely go uh, Adrian Peterson because um, I, I would imagine he's a lot stronger. Um, these two just wrapped up their careers. I think, they ju- I think they're both wrapped up now. Yeah. Le- Le'Veon Bell has just not had much of a career the last three years. And Adrian Peterson was on its way out, but he still played. Heck, how long was he in the NFL? 15 years? Le'Veon was in there for eight. Give me Adrian Peterson to just tear him up. I'm picking Adrian Peterson. Knockout or TKO. Is there TKO in the padded boxing where they where the helmets? Probably. Probably. Yeah. There are so many bad jokes that I can make about AP and boxing at this point, but I'll let him go. Is there a good one? Uh, no, it's more okay. just the remembering that, gee, wasn't there a reason why he uh, <clears throat> wound up in trouble? Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Adrian Peterson. Um, still my pick. 
Uh, before we wrap up the hour, I want to send a shout out to Sam Honeybuns. He did this by my request, and I greatly appreciate him for it. I hope he enjoyed the movie. He did it. He went and saw the new Elvis biopic. He has a review for us. Welcome to a special edition of the Micro Movie Minute with me, Sam Honey. Today, we're taking a look at Elvis at the request of Mitch the Fort Fortner. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things, but in the end, you gotta listen to yourself. The film explores the life and music of Elvis Presley, played by Austin Butler, seen through the prism of his complicated relationship with his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks. The story delves into the complex dynamic between Presley and Parker spanning over 20 years, from Presley's rise to fame to his unprecedented stardom. Is Elvis the king of rock and roll movies, or is it nothing but a hound dog? Elvis is a lot like Hamilton a great first half of a film. The first half of Elvis is very energetic, fast-paced, and stylistic, but after about halfway through the movie, it comes to a screeching halt. I don't know if they wanted to fast-forward through his early parts of his life or what, but to have that kind of energy for only half of an almost three-hour movie is a weird move. And let's address that, the running time. This movie did not need to be almost three hours long. If they wanted to mainly focus on the later years of Elvis' life, then they should have made a condensed, under-two-hour version with some flashbacks. Okay, that was the biggest gripe I had, so I wanted to get that out of the way. Because for the most part, I did enjoy the rest of the movie. I really liked Butler's portrayal of Elvis. I don't know a lot about Elvis beyond his music, so I don't know how accurate his portrayal is, but I enjoyed what I saw on screen. He really disappeared into the role. I never once thought, oh, that's Austin Butler playing Elvis. It really felt like I was watching this character who is Elvis. Hanks, on the other hand, well, he was doing something. Between the mountain of prosthetics and the weird accent, Hank's performance felt like it belonged in another movie, and that's saying something. Most of the movie feels like a fever dream, but Hanks feels like the sleep paralysis demon at the foot of my bed at night. Everyone else just kind of blended into the background as there were way too many characters. Those who are lucky to get enough lines just kind of went away after 10 minutes. Now we can't talk about a biopic about a singer without talking about the music. Pretty much any scene where Elvis is performing is a highlight of the movie, as this is where the energy and creativity of the movies really shine. They even alter the music a little bit for some of the songs that matches the style, and even kind of modernizes them as well. But like I said, the rest of the movie, outside of those scenes, once you reach around the two-hour mark, just kind of drags on. Overall, Elvis is a stylish and slick biopic with great performance scenes, but suffers from its long length and throwaway performances outside of Butler's portrayal of Elvis. That's why I'm giving Elvis three, like you, like it very much, out of five. I like the ending. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping you like it a little bit more than that. I think somebody my age will appreciate it a little bit more. I mean, at the tour, at the end of his life, the second half of the movie kind of comes to a screeching halt anyway. So, uh, but I appreciate Sam Honeybuns to go out watching the movie and enjoying it for the most part. All right, hour two of the game, new Big 12 commish. Sounds like we got a name. That's next. Right now, your local news.